0: Three
1: two eight three six one six zero. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian,
0: Mickey, and Bonnie. We got lots of stuff to talk about in the news here today, and of course, you can bring up anything that is the point of the program. Uh, to start things out here tonight, though, there's yet another indoor mask mandate has come back. Uh, this time, it is Santa Cruz county in california and of course there's some numbers around the country i think the bonnie you i don't know if you have this story but uh, new hampshire the governor of new hampshire is saying that it's, we're in
1: an emergency situation with hospital capacity but he's not declaring an emergency order yet
0: yeah it's interesting he's holding off on any kind of state of emergency order even though new hampshire hospitals are apparently at a peak of coronavirus cases so it's like i'm not advocating for a state of emergency here like i'm glad he's not doing it but if like having the maximum number of cases isn't a state of emergency why was there a state of emergency last year like, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, they had a state of emergency for months and months and months. It went for more than a year, I think. I think it ended in what, like June of this year and started in like March of last year. So it went for something like 15 months straight. And now we there's more people in the hospital than the last basically two years.
2: I think it's because the people that are in the hospital right now don't have COVID.
0: No, no, they're saying it's, it's hospitalized COVID.
2: Oh, they're saying it's because of COVID?
0: Right now in New Hampshire, there are more cases hospitalized for COVID than there have been at at any point during the so-called pandemic. But Sununu is is saying, oh, no, it's not a state of emergency. So why was it a state of emergency when there were fewer people in the hospital and there's not now? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Again, I'm not saying that he should call for another state of emergency. And as I understand it, the... uh, the state representatives have put some extra restrictions on the state of emergency here in New Hampshire. I don't remember exactly what they were. They weren't like a ton of restrictions, but it's a little bit more difficult to like keep it going for as long as, as he did before. So maybe he just feels like he's going to be shut down faster. If he brings it back, maybe he, maybe this is more of like a political statement on his part that he He
1: wants to run for president. So there's that.
0: Yeah. Apparently there was something in the news that he's talking about running for president. I don't know if it's going to be 2024 or 2028, but yeah, he's he's got his eyes on that particular prize. But uh, out in California, we know things are pretty crazy. You know, Los Angeles County, San Francisco, uh, they've got the vaccine passport mandates in place for people to go out and do things in San Francisco. If you are between the ages of 5 and 11 years old, they are demanding now that you... Your kids show a vaccine passport to go in. You want to just go to McDonald's? Kids got to have a vaccine passport. It's got to show it to the doorman or whoever the hell it is that's uh, that's checking those things. There. I
1: wonder if they even have those play places in McDonald's anymore like open for kids. They, they're probably all shut down. Probably.
0: Yeah, it seems highly unlikely that, uh, that that they would be allowed to do that.
1: Even if you're vaccinated, you still got to keep your six feet. They probably were disgusting, to be fair.
0: Indoor mask mandate, though, is back in Santa Cruz County, and it is now covering private settings like homes. They say if you're getting, this is from uh, abc7news.com, if you're getting together with others who don't live in the same household, the county government says you should mask up regardless of vaccination status.
2: It's just so crazy to me that they think that they can tell people what to do in their own homes. Yeah. Yep.
0: Like, that's I don't, where we're at.
2: I don't think they should be able to tell people what to do period. Right. Never mind in their own homes. I remember at one point last year when COVID was first like ramping up in the summertime, um there were like people were ratting on their neighbors and stuff cuz yep. you weren't there were restrictions for gatherings. So like people would would call the cops on their neighbors. Oh, this person has 10 cars in their in their driveway. They I think they're having a party. Just like so crazy to me that we've gotten to this point. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And it really is just more evidence that we just can't live together with these people like with the kind of I don't want to live near the kind of person who's going to call the police because I've got some friends over like that is not a person that belongs in a free society. That's a person that wants to be in a restricted uh, society. And I don't want to live in that society. And there's enough people I think that don't. But the problem is, we're all dispersed amongst all these control freaks.
1: Somebody that could learn the history of like Nazi Germany and then decide to call the cops on their neighbors because they have a gathering when the government said not to is just a type of person I can never get along with.
0: The story here uh, from ABC 7 News also says you can take off your mask when eating or drinking. And I guess that's inside
1: your house. That's what they're talking about.
0: It's not real clear. It's like a one paragraph statement from ABC 7 News. So obviously I'm not reading whatever order it is that the county government came up with. Uh, But I mean, it is California, so it wouldn't be unbelievable that they might they might implement that. And of course, we know that in Austria right now, there is a lockdown for all unvaccinated people. Uh, you cannot be going out and about if you're an unvaccinated person, with the exception of very specific things in Australia, in the Northern Territory. There are a few, couple of towns that are on what are called hard lockdown. And that means that those people are not allowed to leave their homes, even for essential services. So they can't even go grocery shopping.
2: That's terrifying.
0: Uh, that's happening right now. Also, uh, Germany is now considering a full lockdown, according to various different sources. So this is, you know, they haven't passed this yet. But because there are apparently some number of uh, cases that are, I guess, are you know, unprecedented. You know, despite all the vaccinations, despite all the man, you know, the mandates, despite all the distancing, there's still a ton of people getting.
2: And it's it's so interesting COVID. because in the places where people are highly vaccinated, the places with the highest percentages of people being vaccinated are the places that have COVID running rampant, allegedly. But then you look at Africa, which has a 6% vaccination rate, Really? and COVID doesn't even exist there. People don't wear masks, they're not social distancing, No, they're just doing their regular community stuff, and nobody has COVID there.
0: Now, is that actually true? I don't think that could be true across the board, because we had a guy call in from Uganda last year, and he said that they are... It is a police state there that they have uh, used this as an excuse to crack down just like every government all around the world, and that they are restricting food and they're restricting access to various different things. It's been a while since I've since we took the call, but he he didn't make it sound like it was any different there.
1: Well, we watched that video the other day of the people grocery shopping in Nigeria, but I can't remember because it's like not natural to think about it. Do you remember if they were wearing masks? yeah uh, they, I don't I feel think like they it were. was a mix. Yeah, I, don't I think know.
0: somewhere and somewhere. So I don't know, I'd be interested to hear more yeah. of like a country by cuz Africa's a big continent. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'd be interested in hearing more of like a country by country comparison because this has been the excuse for government goons to take hold of people's freedoms and the african government goons are just as likely to utilize those excuses as anyone else
2: yeah the research i was doing was like of taking a broad look at africa and it was saying that 6% of them are vaccinated mm-hmm. everybody else is unvaccinated and i don't know as far as like country by country like what they're doing about masks and things like that but i know they do not have access to vaccination in most even if they wanted it they even if they it. wanted it in most mm-hmm. places in africa they don't but it's just interesting that the places with the lowest percentage of vaccinations are the places that we're not really seeing any COVID.
0: Yeah, and the, and of course during uh, last year, we I think it was Tom Woods who put together a bunch of numbers looking at the various different U.S. states and comparing, say, California to Florida, where California has all these crazy mandates and all these you know you know various different things that they're telling people they have to do, and Florida didn't have hardly any by comparison. And yet there was really no significant appreciable difference in infections and such.
2: Uh, It was a few weeks ago that I saw this, but California's COVID rates actually surpassed Florida's substantially. Mm, Wow. And Florida's still not locked down. You Mm. know, I'm assuming most people that live in Florida aren't masking, you know. People are kind of back to normal there, and in California, as we've been seeing, that is not the case. I mean, people are basically getting vaccinated against their will, but they still have higher COVID rates.
0: You can still leave California, by the way. If you are still in California and you care about freedom, then you really ought to get out of there. Because, I mean, there's. I'm sorry, I know the weather's nice. Like, I get that, but they're not free and they're not getting more free over time if you want to weigh in you can join us here at 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 this is free talk live the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And here with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Ian.
1: Nikki. And Bonnie.
0: I want to make sure you know about Bitcoin.com. That is where you can go to learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. You can click Get Started at the top of the page to do that. And then you'll be uh, taken over to some videos, one of which I think the first one is all of three minutes long. So you want to get the basics about what makes cryptocurrency unique, what makes it different from the government monies that we've had for so many generations and why it's better? Well, that's a good place to get started. It's over at Bitcoin.com. And if you've got time to watch more than one video, then you probably should watch more than one. Dig in as uh, as deep as you want uh, or, or not. It's up to you. But you really ought to learn the basics. So head over to Bitcoin.com because this is a technology that is not going to go away. It's like going to be with us for generations. Uh, head over to Bitcoin.com to get started. And if you're not new to crypto, you can get uh, the latest news headlines over at News.Bitcoin.com. They've got them fresh every single day there. That's news.bitcoin.com. We we're just kind of overviewing some of the latest uh, headlines and news about the various different COVID-related crackdowns. Or in the case of New Hampshire, thankfully, not a crackdown. Even though the cases are at a record high, that are, as far as hospitalized cases, are at a record high right now. It's apparently not a state of emergency now. And so... The governor, thankfully, at this point, is not going to exercise the uh, so-called emergency powers. Whether he will continue to uh, be hands-off in this particular way is another question. And I know that the story that you had, Bonnie, about that referenced something about the National Guard might be called in to construct some sort of facilities inside hospitals. And I am curious to know what that's all about because, like, why can't the hospitals construct their own facilities? They have plenty of money. They can hire a contractor why And they would...
1: get money from the government.
0: Right. Well, they also just get money from, you know, the insurance yeah. companies and their patients. So like if they need a new wing built or they need some sort of facility added inside an existing wing, why can't they just hire somebody? It
2: seems like they're kind of trying to normalize the militarization of like healthcare facilities and things like that. Because I remember when I was working in a nursing home, like right in the beginning of COVID, like March April, they had the National Guard come in to administer the COVID tests to all the residents. Really? Which is interesting because we're nurses you could and do it. Yeah, we're probably better at doing that than the National Guard because we do that regularly.
0: Yeah. I so, would feel better in the hands of a nurse than some soldier.
2: Right so and they weren't even like they didn't seem to be medical people they were like in full uniform and uh. they were freaking the patients out because they're already scared because of COVID and now they have like all these military guys in there it was just yeah. it was very Why strange. Why bring more people in during a supposed outbreak?
0: That's another good point. Yeah the
2: so whole the people thing that already worked there Yeah the whole thing didn't make sense
0: so. No it doesn't make sense and it also uh, of course in New York you know that they were talking about getting, uh, getting rid of all the unvaccinated healthcare workers there and I believe that deadline actually just Passed because yep. as we mentioned at the very end of last night's show it was not long island but one of the other longs in new york's one of the other islands or something staten island no it wasn't staten it was like long something anyway one of the other new york uh areas had to close their er because they didn't have enough nurses after getting rid of all the unvaccinated nurses now now they're like whoop well, guess we just have to close the er we don't even have enough nurses to work it's just because that's better (laughs) yeah and the governor or the governoress, the the lady that took over after cuomo uh got fired or, or resigned or whatever the hell happened got kicked out i'm not sure all the details in that story but you know they were talking about bringing in the national guard to quote unquote assist with the hospitals across new york it's like well there's only so many of these national guard members and and as you pointed out, they're not all medically trained personnel. I don't know what percentage of the guard members are actually medically trained, some amount of them, but you know, it's probably not the majority of don't them. Don't they
1: just go to basic training for like 8 weeks like everyone else then only actually meet again like one weekend a month? I believe that's yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't
1: really trust anyone who only like trained that much with, yeah. you know, and medical think- things. I think some of them are like, I think they were planning on
2: using like the actual medic people. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like there probably is not enough people that are actually trained because you can't just go into a nursing role. I mean, you need to be trained in, you know, you need medical training.
0: And if you're a medical person in the National Guard, as Bonnie points out, these are part timers with the guard. So they have a full time medical job, likely. Uh, So what are you going to do? Pull them out of their full time medical position so they can go and work? part-time at a hospital that they weren't working it just doesn't the whole thing doesn't make any sense yeah i don't know i didn't see any follow-up stories as to whether or not that's actually occurring now i doubt it (laughs) so if you're in new york state and you know you've got an update on the story you're welcome to share it with us but i don't know bonnie did you have a chance to look at that story at all to see what exactly the role of the National Guard is expected to be in it's New Hampshire?
1: saying that they're still trying to figure it out. You want me to get into this story? If you
0: have it in front of you, I'm just curious.
1: This is from MWR9. New executive order aims to help New Hampshire hospitals build capacities to new news. sets. Hospitals will be able to create temporary acute care centers within own facilities.
0: They couldn't do that before? Why Why does a yeah, hospital Yeah, why can't need... they have
1: like a portable?
0: Wait <laughs> me acute care facilities don't they already have these things Nikki? most, like what does that most mean? hospitals do what is what is an um, acute care facility
2: well acute care would be so like there's like chronic illnesses and then there's acute illnesses mm-hmm. so acute care would be something like a med surge unit or like a cardiac unit like someone who's just coming in for like a surgery or like if they had a heart attack or something or if they got covid and you know they're just coming in for like a short-term stay so I would assume that that's I mean, that's pretty much what like the entire hospital is, because like long term would be like a nursing home mm-hmm. or a rehab, or you know they also have um, what do they call it? an ambulatory, which is like uh, one day in you know, you, you don't actually get admitted. Mm-hmm. It's just like an in and out kind of thing for certain procedures and checkups. but: So what is he talking about then?: I have no clue.
1: Governor Sununu has issued a new executive order. Oh, I I read that. Sorry. Sununu said he is not declaring a new state of emergency, but as COVID-19 hospitalizations continued to reach new highs in the state, he said New Hampshire is definitely in an emergency situation when it comes to hospital capacity. The executive order will allow hospitals to create temporary acute care centers within their own facilities and take other steps to build capacity as the latest wave of cases begins to build. So said- does that
0: does that suggest that hospitals can't do this on their own volition? They can't just go ahead and oh, we need some more room, so let's add a you know another wing or something like that, or, or let's convert the you know, the, I don't know, this stock room into a place where they can put some beds. I mean, do they really need to go to the government? I understand there's a lot of regulation in the medical field, but really, you actually have to go and, like, ask permission from the state representatives to pass a bill or something? Well, I think they
1: just like to do that because they seem to be, like, bad at spending money. They're always asking money from the government. Like, Nikki pointed out last week that it doesn't make sense to even call a hospital a private uh, company and no, I don't get highly how they are funded
0: by government. I know I understand. Yeah, like eighty percent. It's just it's okay. crazy. It sounds crazy to me. But that they, you would it seems need the to governors. be
1: like their regular mo. Mm-hmm. What else? Sununu so said it's essentially the same model he and his public health team learned about when they traveled to Kentucky at the end of August. New Hampshire hospital. So we had
0: to go to Kentucky <laughs> to learn about how we can have a temporary acute center in our hospitals, and we can pass an executive order to authorize them to do it's all very confusing to me and, and apparently the national guard is going to get brought up here at some point uh the number six zero three two eight three six one sixty. 603-283-6160 and we've got a nurse in the studio and she doesn't understand this either so can somebody explain this it's free talk live
3: when Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's Wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bain Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more.
0: It's free talk live. You can join us and dial in. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Our number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And I want to tell you about the BitBox. It's a 100% open source hardware wallet. And because it's open source, that means it's pretty unique. There, Not every hardware wallet out there is open source. And open source means that the code is available. Somebody who knows how to program can go and audit that code. And presumably people have done that because, well, that's what computer geeks are good for. is they They know how to go in and look at code. I can't do it. Uh, I don't know if either of you can can do it.
2: Sure can't. But no. <laughs> I
0: am grateful for the people that have that uh, technical capacity. And the fact that Bitbox is open source means that those uh, those people can go in there and make sure that there's no secrets. There's no you know, back doors, nothing hidden, nothing unexpected, and good solid code. So that's what Bitbox is all about. You can go to box.freetalklive.com. That'll take you over to the Bitbox website. And that's where you can order your own BitBox for 5% off with code FTL. If you've got Bitcoin, BTC, or Ethereum, you definitely want to check out the BitBox over at box.freetalklive.com. And also, we're doing a giveaway uh, for some number of more days. We're going to probably do the giveaway maybe next week or something like that. We don't have a firm date as far as the deadline. But uh, there's, according to ARIA, been only a couple dozen entries so far, which means that if you enter... Your odds of winning are pretty darn good. So here's how you do it. You go to video.freetalklive.com, subscribe to our Odyssey channel, and then screenshot your subscription. So prove, basically, that you're subscribed to our Odyssey channel. Post that screenshot to our social media server over at social.freetalklive.com and tag at Aria in the post. That way Aria sees it. So she knows that you've uh, you've put your entry and She's the one who's collecting those. And then you'll be entered into the contest to win a BitBox. And again, you can order your own right now over at box.freetalklive.com with code FTL to save 5%. So we've been talking about this confusing executive order that the governor in New Hampshire who had the executive or the emergency order, the emergency status was ended earlier in the summer. It was like June, I think, when that status went away. And so, yeah, he, June first. Yeah, he doesn't have as much power as he did earlier, and for whatever reason, he's he's holding back on issuing a new emergency order, even though, as he admitted, New Hampshire has a record high number of hospitalizations for COVID, and apparently, the records keep getting set. So, like day after day, there's more numbers going up. And yet he's still saying he's not going to put in uh, another emergency or state of emergency, which I think is good. It's confusing as to why he's not when he did for a much lesser. Yeah,
2: it's just inconsistent.
0: Yeah. That's one thing you can count on for uh, for government is inconsistency. But he's also trying to explain to this news story from WMUR is trying to explain this executive order, which apparently, Bonnie, you've got the story. It. Says something about how Sununu is authorizing hospitals to build acute care centers. It's allowing
1: them. This this is a executive order will allow hospitals to create temporary acute care centers because it would be impossible without the government.
0: Yeah, they can't just throw some beds in a room and like put some doctors in there. Uh, this is what I understand. Like why do they need the government's permission for this? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, Sununu said it's essentially the same. Model he and his public health team learned about when they traveled to Kentucky at the end of August. New Hampshire Hospital Association President Steve Onan said the assistance is welcome and needed. Quote, if we can find opportunities to bring in additional people to care for patients to support. <laughs> Wait, maybe they could have just not fired everyone, but that would have helped <laughs> to support our hospitals in doing what we certainly support those efforts. On and said the National Guard could be a key component of that. Hmm. State officials or state health officials are also coordinating with hospitals to determine what sort of support service roles might be filled by the National Guard. Hmm. We could.
0: Now, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you here. Now, Nikki, you worked at a hospital that was in Massachusetts. Yes. So, and I know you went to one or two different protests here in New Hampshire. Do you recall or do you know when? Whatever deadline there might have been. Now I know in New Hampshire it wasn't a government-imposed one, uh, like they did in Maine, where the Maine governor said yeah. you have to have a vaccination if you're in any healthcare. Yeah, what, or else whatsoever. you get your
2: license taken away. Not even you get fired. They right. were taking away people's licenses to practice. So
0: they didn't do that in New Hampshire, but no. the private companies, quote unquote. Of course, they all get paid by governments. But you know, the private companies that run these hospitals, like Dartmouth uh, Medical Center, which is the the largest medical professional group in new hampshire they said to their employees you have to get the vaccination so did you recall hearing when their deadline might have been
2: not sure. My deadline was November 15th. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I think most places was anywhere from like November 1st to December 1st. Okay. That's kind of like what most of them are. And it's funny because the National Guard's deadline, I think, is in like July last time I checked.
0: Next year, you mean, or this year? Next year. Next year, okay. So
2: the National Guard doesn't even have to be vaccinated. They might have mm-hmm. They might have moved their deadline, but the last time I heard, because people were outraged, nurses were outraged because they were going to get fired and then the people that were replacing them might not be vaccinated.
1: But the National Guard, well actually you know I'm not sure about the National Guard but I did it here and I heard this from my brother who's in the Air Force that almost everyone in the military is getting the vaccine. Mm -hmm. He out of his unit of like I don't know a thousand people um, I don't know if it's called a unit, whatever. He said it was like a thousand people in a room being told, like when they actually got told it in person that they had to get the vaccine, they asked, okay, who doesn't want the vaccine? Who absolutely won't get it and needs to get a, a religious exemption? Him and one other person wow. stepped forward. So Good for him. Yeah, they're order followers, so I bet they're mostly getting the vaccine. But I still get your point. Like they're not being told that they have to yet. So why is it a fireable offense to, uh, you know, somebody who's trained to right. be... Right, the
0: professional nurse has to leave to be replaced by some grunt <laughs> who doesn't have to have the vaccine and Makes doesn't no have the same level of training. Like, And so that's what you're saying, Bonnie. They're they're trying to figure out right now what the potential role could be for the National Guard in these hospitals?
1: Yes. This guy, he is Stephen onan Quote, We could do it right now, and at some point... Oh, no, sorry. This is Sununu talking now. We could do it right now, and at some point, I think that need will likely be there, Sununu said. When I call up the National Guard, it could potentially be for weeks or even months. Last time, I had the National Guard called up for effectively a year, and that puts a lot of pressure on their system. Ew, I don't like the way he talks. It's like... I don't know. He just is really into like getting to be able to be the one that calls up the National he is. Guard. He's a sleazeball.
0: He's all about power. I mean, that's why he's in the position he's in. That's why he's talking about uh, running for the presidency.
1: But I guess he's trying to say he doesn't want to have them called up if he doesn't have to, because it puts a lot of pressure on the National Guard system. I didn't
0: know that he'd even called them up uh, for a year, as he he was saying. I had not heard anything about that in the last year. I certainly didn't see them on the streets or anything like that. I know that when Matt and I went to uh, Vermont, they had some handing out food at a like a distribution thing in Vermont one day. But that's not the New Hampshire Guard. So I, I certainly never saw them. Maybe they were at the whatever New Hampshire food distributions there might have been or something like that. But they, they weren't in any sort of like public capacity as I was driving around Keene last year. I never saw them.
1: Citizen soldiers could end up at hospitals, rehabilitation centers or nursing homes to help ease the capacity crunch. So uh, quote, so right now we are defining the roles so that we right, can the
0: translation there is that they're easing the issues with not having staff right like
1: that's what i was thinking from the beginning like for, is is the capacity changing because there's less staff is well, there just less capacity now because they don't yeah, have was people
0: say, like they're the hospitals aren't going to get larger or smaller they're still the same size buildings so they have the same number of beds in them and if there's a bunch of people that are getting checked in due to COVID, they're not saying the hospitals are full mind you they're just saying there's a record high number of COVID cases in these hospitals. And I believe the article said like 340. I don't know if, if it's the same article I was looking at, but when I saw one last night, there's like 340 across the entire state. So I don't know how many hospital beds there are across all of New Hampshire, but I'm guessing there's a few thousand at least. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. So I don't think having a bunch of uh, military people standing around and moving boxes is going to help with capacity. sixty at six oh three two eight three six one six zero. We're just kind of doing an overview of the state of things when it comes to COVID nineteen restrictions and mandates and Of course, things are really bad in California with Santa Cruz County now instituting an indoor mask mandate. Of course, you've also got San Francisco and Los Angeles with uh, various vaccine passports. Now in San Francisco, children have to have the vaccine passport to go out and do things.
1: I'm shocked it's not like that in all of California.
0: Yeah, they haven't gone that far yet. We've yet to see a full state implementation of a vaccine passport, but it still isn't quite wintertime yet. And uh, some states are, of course, seeing the number of COVID cases go up to, as we've seen here in New Hampshire, record levels in hospitalization, at least.
2: I also want to point out that the PCR tests can't identify between the flu and and COVID. COVID. So do we even know that these people have covid? No, you know I like guess there's there's no way to know and as far as I knew they were going to be suspended at the end of the year so we're still using that too. we're still using the faulty tests. Yep. So what happens
0: at the end of the year?
2: Who knows? They don't even have any tests to replace yeah, them. Say, <laughs> <are you doing? laughs> just nothing that's going on makes sense here and it seems like they're just kind of like making up stuff as they go just whatever fits their narrative at the time and just doing whatever they feel like. Like, nothing is based in science.
1: Yeah, that was my thought about Sununu holding off on the emergency order. It's like he's just making it up as he goes because Mm -hmm. in the future it might be something he wants to do.
0: Well, plus he is going to run for re-election next year. And so, remember, here in New Hampshire, the entire state government apparatus, as far as elected officials, gets done every two years. There's no four-year terms in the state governments here. So Sununu... He's ready to run again, and he was going to run for U.S. Senate. He was talking about Senate, and the numbers on his approval ratings were going down, presumably because some people are upset with him over how he's handled the uh, the COVID situation, being meaning he- too heavy handed,
1: and also the fact that he forced, um, you know, a vote basically to get it in his favor, so that way we take twenty nine million or trillion from the, or wait, million,
0: million, Billion? yeah, not trillion, but yeah, oh. million. 27 million that they reduced to I think it was 22 million when it was finally approved from the feds. Correct. And so yeah, there's definitely a lot of people that are unhappy with him. So he decided that instead of running for US Senate, he was just going to go ahead and run for re-election as governor. And that's a safer road for him. It's, you know, because if he everybody knows as an incumbent, you're going to likely win. I mean, yeah. that's just you don't usually even have to campaign if your name is the same name as what was in previously people vote for you. So he probably feels pretty safe, but that said, he probably doesn't want to go ahead and rock the boat in advance of his election which is in, you know, basically 12 months from now. So I think that's probably factoring into why he's choosing not to declare a state of emergency. But again, you know, we're not we're not through the winter time uh, quite yet. And so in, in the rest of the world, the Associated Press is reporting on what's going on in Europe now. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been quite a few protests recently in various different parts of Europe, like massive numbers of people coming out. And, I mean, we're talking about, I don't know, hundreds of thousands? I've seen some of these photos and videos, and it's— I
1: saw a crazy picture of Austria. I have no idea if it's real or not, but—
0: yeah, that is a thing you you really never know whether somebody on social media is posting some photo from like 10 years ago because it's hard to really tell from a distance whether it's like a legit photo from today. But if on the like, other hand you see it from like an Associated Press report, then you can be pretty sure it's it's real, but that's the thing, the mainstream media is not reporting on these.
1: What were you going to say? It it would be like the biggest crowd I've ever seen probably if it was real. Yeah.
2: I had a an article from the New York Post talking about violent protests in Europe. In Europe. Yeah.
0: Okay. If you want to um jump in with that, you're you're welcome to, but uh the story here from the AP is that it was supposed to be the Christmas in Europe where family and friends could once again embrace holiday festivities and one another.
1: Well, they could without the government getting in their way, so...
0: Instead, the continent is on the global epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic as cases soar to record levels in many countries. Notice they are continuing to say cases soar, not deaths. Deaths aren't soaring, cases are. With inspection or infections spiking again despite nearly two years of restrictions, the health crisis is increasingly pitting citizen against citizen, the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. Governments desperate to shield overburdened healthcare systems are imposing rules that limit choices for the unvaccinated in the hope that doing so will drive up rates of vaccinations. Austria on Friday went a step further, making vaccinations mandatory as of February 1st. So that's got to be a first that I've heard of as far as a mandatory vaccination anywhere on the planet. Have you guys heard of anything that's out there like that?
1: No, I haven't. I thought Australia was basically doing that. They were taking kids in and vaccinating them against their wills in football fields.
0: Um, I don't know if they were doing it against their will. I know that they had uh, high schoolers that were... Going and getting vaccinated so they could continue to go to school. But that was one of those things where it was like, well, if you don't get the vaccine, then you can't go to school.
2: And I think the big thing was before they would have to get their parents permission. Mm -hmm. And then like with this, they didn't have to. They could just say like, oh, sure, I'll get it. Yeah. Which isn't. I mean, I would argue that they should have that right. But there's also no informed there's no informed consent going on here. Like these people that are getting these vaccines, they're not being the the people distributing the vaccines aren't being really truthful about what's really going on here. Like a lot of teenagers probably don't know that this is an experimental vaccination. You know, they don't know the details behind it and they don't know the possible risks and side effects. It's really more so. something
1: that the government's doing that I think shouldn't be allowed to be going on. Like if the this was just free market and a drug came out, maybe I would be like, oh, yeah, teenagers. Teenagers should be allowed to decide if they get it or not, but this is obviously a different situation. There's a coercive, you know, violent gang telling them, you don't get to do this and this and this unless you come and get it. Don't tell your parents. That's a lot different, I think. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: definitely disturbing what they're doing, but none of them have gone as far as Austria to actually mandate these things. And so when I saw the news that Austria was doing this, my first thought was, okay, well, what's the punishment if I don't get it? Are they going to put me in a prison cell? Are they going to hold me down and force vaccinate me against my will? What's it going to be? And I couldn't find that. I looked and I looked for a bit. You know, I didn't spend a whole bunch of time looking for it, but I couldn't find any kind of like explanation of, okay, what is the actual consequence for this supposed mandatory vaccination? I mean, presumably it's one and or the other or both. Right. Like you either get held down and forced and then they put you through the court system and punish you. Uh, or there's, they just put you through the court system, and then they, they don't force you. But if it's mandatory, you expect that they would. Quote, for a long time, maybe too long, I find others thought that it must be possible to convince people in Austria, to convince them to get vaccinated voluntarily, said Austrian Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg. He called the move, quote, our only way to break out of this vicious cycle of viral waves and lockdown discussions for good. So he wants people to believe whether he actually believes this or not he wants people to believe that this is going to do the trick. If we just mandatory vaccinate every single person in Austria
1: then there will be no more conversations about it. What what kind of craziness is that? Oh, I'm tired of the conversations. Just make everyone get the vaccine.
0: Well, he's suggesting that that would also mean that there would be no more problem with COVID. That that would be why there's no more conversation about it because we're done. Hey, problem solved. But of course, as we've seen, that doesn't solve the problem because vaccinated people still get COVID. They still die from COVID. They still transmit COVID. So what exactly does vaccination do besides make you subject to this massive test group? You're being experimented upon. They're seeing what the vaccine does, which doesn't seem like it does that much. Besides put some people to death for various different side effects. Or what are probably side effects, but we don't really know because you can't really say for sure if somebody gets a vaccine and then a day later comes down with some serious malady and they you know keel over and die. you can't really say that coral you know correlation is causation, so maybe it was the vaccine. Maybe those are it the wasn't. types
1: of questions that should be asked during a study before it comes out to the public. This is the study,
0: yes. <laughs> And now they want everyone in Austria to be part of it. And that's pretty disturbing. But that's not all. Starting Monday, Slovakia is now going to be banning people who haven't been vaccinated from, non, or from all non-essential stores and shopping malls. They also will not be allowed to attend any public event or gathering and will be required to test twice a week just to go to work.
1: That's where Melania Trump is from. And she said it's very like she wants to get out of there.
0: Prime Minister Edward, Edward Heger said, quote, A Merry Christmas does not mean a Christmas without COVID-19. For that to happen, Slovakia would need to have a completely different vaccination rate. He called the measures a lockdown for the unvaccinated. And by the way, about 45.3% of their population is fully vaccinated If you want to weigh in here, you are welcome to join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And what was the story you said you had,
2: It was from the New York Post about a general. It was from Italy, actually. Okay,
0: we'll get into that too. Uh, Coming up, you can share your thoughts on Free Talk Live. Hour two, next.
4: Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved, to stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down, and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class.
0: Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. The phones are open if you want to join us at number 603. It's 603-283-6160. We're kind of doing an overview of what's happening around the world in different places with different restrictions uh, on various different people, especially the unvaccinated And in in not only Central and Eastern Europe, but also some of the more Western uh, nations like Germany there was a potential that they were going to do a, a serious lockdown there but apparently that did get blocked today by some of the incoming governments so that's been put on hold for the moment But uh, in other countries, they are targeting unvaccinated people. Austria, of course, having a lockdown across the board for those who are unvaccinated. In Australia, there's some towns that are on what's called a hard lockdown in the United States. We've got vaccine passports coming out in various different places. And presumably, a lot of this is going to get worse as the weather continues to get colder. And as you pointed out, Nikki. The tests that people have been using for the last roughly two years at this point can't even discern between COVID-19 and the flu, which may explain why the numbers for the flu basically disappeared in 2020.
2: Yeah, exactly. Almost
0: completely gone, right?
2: And it was like, oh, the big mystery has been solved. Like in healthcare, at least we were like, oh, that's what it is like. They were just testing as COVID instead of the flu. Like, it all makes sense now. Like, that's why we didn't have any flu patients. And that's why some of the COVID patients were producing flu like symptoms. And so, like, we were seeing this, like, wide range of, like, different COVID symptoms. And we're mm-hmm. like, this doesn't make any sense. So it kind of, like, answered all of our questions. But then for some reason, it felt like everybody forgot about that. <laughs> and then it they was just. keep just, on
0: using the same test, which yeah. now, they, now they can't start testing. Or they can't use after the end of the year based on was that the fda that made that decision I yes think? i
2: believe so but yeah. i don't know i heard about that a few months ago that was back in
0: the summertime when i heard yeah
2: about i'm that. not sure if they're still i mean it was it was weird because it didn't make sense to me because i'm thinking okay if we've just established that the tests don't work then why are we still using them especially for this long i mean yeah. we they were going to use them for like another like four to six months so it just it really, it sense. doesn't make any sense.
0: Greece is targeting the unvaccinated. According to AP dot com, Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis announced a battery of new restrictions late Thursday for the unvaccinated, keeping them out of venues like bars, restaurants, cinemas, theaters, museums and gyms, even if they have tested negative. Quote, it's an immediate act of protection and of course an indirect urge to be vaccinated they want people to want to be vaccinated they want people to want to go out to the movies to want to go out to, to uh to eat and that's this that's their plan who's across ever heard of the planet
1: uh trying to coerce somebody who's ever heard of calling that an indirect urge yeah, an external urge interesting like, way to put it yeah and it just
2: makes it so obvious that if, if they're not taking a negative test, then it just makes it so obvious that they're using this as measures to coerce people into getting vaccinated. It's right. not about COVID. No. It's not about keeping people healthy. It's about making people do whatever the government wants them to do
0: yeah making them take this experimental vaccine and making the profits of the mega corporations that are manufacturing it go up and up
1: we don't care if you can prove that you don't have covid we want you to prove that you have experimental gene therapy in your in your blood right
0: and then you don't even have to take a test so you can have covid as long as you have the vaccine yep yeah The restrictions enrage Claire Daly, an Irish EU legislator who is a member of European Parliament's Civil Liberties and Justice Committee. She argues nations are trampling individual rights. She says in a whole number of cases, member states are excluding people from their ability to go to work. She said calling Austria's restrictions on the unvaccinated that preceded its decision to impose a full lockdown a frightening scenario in Ireland, where 75.9 percent of the population are fully vaccinated. She feels a backlash against holdouts. She says there's almost a sort of hate speech being whipped up against the unvaccinated. And we've seen that here in the United States, where politicians and people in the media have been using terms like it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, meaning that. These people are the problem. These people are the disease. These people are inhuman. They're the ones who are doing this to us. And these are the sorts of things that, you know, that historically have preceded like roundups and exterminations. Now, if that seems like it's, oh, you're crazy, you know, for suggesting that, just keep in mind that in Australia, just a couple of days ago, we were reporting they're literally rounding up people who are testing positive for COVID and those who they've come into contact with and putting them into forced quarantine camps. Using the the military, the Australian Defense Force, military trucks coming around and rounding people up.
1: And that's not if you have COVID. That's if you walk past somebody who was also, um, you know, anyone who, who contacted,
0: COVID. contacted someone with COVID in these towns. And that's in the Northern Territory. So the story here uh, does touch on the protests, which you're going to get into here next, Nikki. The 10,000 people gathered in Prague this week to protest the Czech government restrictions imposed on the unvaccinated. They chanted freedom, freedom. And that's all they give you here in this story. But your story gets into it a little bit more. Uh, and a professor of the london school of economics professor paul de grau said no single individual freedom is absolute the freedom not to be vaccinated needs to be limited to guarantee the freedom of others to enjoy good health
1: you can't guarantee that that's impossible it's impossible to guarantee free health or good health to anyone
0: that's a great point yeah i mean as we point as we've said here that there's even been mainstream stories that have admitted that people with the vaccine still get COVID. They still transmit COVID. So you're right, Bonnie. This is all just a smokescreen.
1: I mean, you can live a very healthy life and do everything right and just end up with something that comes on in, when you're older because of genetics. You just aren't, aren't guaranteed good health.
0: You never know. And you certainly being obedient to the government is not going to guarantee you any better health.
1: Like, especially when we like we've said they're not actually doing things that help people be healthy.
0: Sure. I mean, so how many people have we seen smoking a cigarette with a mask hanging below their chin?
2: Yeah. Yeah. How many Exactly.
0: Extremely obese Americans are walking around wearing masks and feeling, you know, morally superior to people without masks on. That principle is now turning friends away from each other and splitting families across European nations. Brigitte Schoenmakers, a general practitioner at Leuven University, sees it on almost a daily basis. She says it's turned into a battle between people, she said. She sees political conflicts whipped up by people willfully spreading conspiracy theories, but also intensely human stories. One of her patients has been locked out of the home of her parents because she dreads being vaccinated.
2: Wow. And there
0: are a lot of people who've had this happen to them in you know in our area. We had a guy on the show last year, Andy, who was from Massachusetts and his parents did not want him coming to like Thanksgiving or Christmas. So he ended up just leaving the area entirely because his own family has had basically shut him out. That's so
2: sad. One of my friends, her she was going to a cookout at her boyfriend's family's house and they made them show proof of vaccination. To even go to like the family party.
0: <laughs> when was this? Last year. Uh, this this year? was like
2: probably like six months ago. It was like wow. over this summer. But I mean, they and they were already vaccinated. Like that wasn't the issue. They were just like, I feel uncomfortable showing Having you to show papers. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a weird feeling. It's like dude we're family like what do you mean yeah i not even gonna take their word for it it's just so strange
1: my sister also got uh not allowed to go to her boyfriend's cousin's baby shower because they weren't vaccinated wow. well my sister wasn't i
2: i didn't get invited to my cousin's uh daughter's first birthday party because Same i'm reason i'm assuming so my name was left off it was like my mm. mom and my sister and they she just didn't put my name so
0: i'm assuming and your mom and your sister are vaccinated no no
2: but i think i'm just louder and, yeah, about your vocal so but i think there was i think i wasn't you know left off of the invitation on accident
0: well i think this is an it's a unique opportunity for people as much as it hurts to have people that you care about turn you out like this it does show people's true colors yeah. like oh that's what our friendship meant to you Like some government goon tells you A, B, and C, and now I'm no longer, you know, close to you? You're not even going to be talking to me? You won't see me in person? You won't give me a hug? Okay, well, I'll go spend time with people who actually are willing to do those things. And so it's giving people an opportunity, a unique opportunity, to find the people that actually treat them with respect. And that's true on both sides. So I support this, actually. Uh, There's more coming up on the protests in the streets of Europe. On the way, it's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Palms are open. If you want to join us, you can do that at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And I do want to let you know about Intercoin. They can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. And now Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide, and for the first time, It is now available on a centralized exchange, as well as a decentralized exchange. Their centralized exchange is xmarkets.com, and there's no know-your-customer-process over at xmarkets, exmarkets.com. You just sign up with an email address.
1: What's the decentralized exchange? Uniswap? That's
0: Uniswap. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, With Uniswap, they don't even need to know an email address. Wow. Uh, So you just go on over to exmarkets.com and you can keep your privacy intact there. Trade dozens of different cryptocurrencies for Tether. Then use the Tether that you have to buy ITR, which is the Intercoin investor token. You can learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. And Buy or sell ITR on either xmarkets.com or Uniswap. If you want the Uniswap link, head over to intercoin.org. It's right there on the front page of the site. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. We're just talking about Europe and what's going on over there with various different nations. Having uh, some pretty serious crackdowns on peaceful people living unvaccinated lives. And some people are taking it to the streets. Nikki, you've got a story about it. Yep. So
2: this article is actually from the New York Post. Violent protests have broken out against COVID-19 vaccine mandates in lockdowns across Europe amid tough new rules to curb winter waves of the virus. Demonstrators which are,
0: didn't work last time they tried no. to curb the virus but exactly. let's get tougher and see if that makes a difference.
2: Demonstrators are angry about the new measures gathered in Austria, Croatia, Italy, Northern Ireland and the French territory of Guadeloupe and the Netherlands to the protest to protest the moves. In the Netherlands, a second night of riots broke out Saturday mm. over a partial lockdown one day after police opened fire on people protesting the new rules in Rotterdam. Mm. Protesters hurried fireworks at the police and set fire to bicycles In the hog, as cops used horses, dogs, and batons to chase crowds away. Wow. I saw a
0: video of the cops with the dogs, and they were trying to get a dog to like bite or do something to a dude that was on the pavement and being wrestled by the police. The police clearly had this guy—I shouldn't say wrestled—being held down uh, by the police. And it was like, they had control of this man on the pavement— and they wanted to sick the dog on him, but the dog wouldn't do it. Like, nice. The, like, the dog knew that this guy was being wrongfully attacked. Wow. And, like, they're literally dragging this dog. They're, they're hmm. abusing the dog, trying to, like, force it to attack this guy. And the dog wanted nothing to do with it. It was amazing. Wow. Wow. But, I mean, sad at the same time. It yeah, was, it is was sad, but on. it's
2: interesting that the dog was not attacking the person. Yeah. So the police said a rock was hurled through the window of an ambulance carrying a patient. At least 5 officers were injured with one taken by
1: ambulance with a knee injury during um, I feel like they they just do you know the opposition goes into these crowds whenever there's a yeah. um a riot, I mean a you know a protest about these things. Oh, I'm going to throw a rock into an ambulance like because what person who is protesting the the use of violence against them by the government is going to do something violent to somebody just being taken away in an ambulance that's a good
0: point bonnie and it's i'm glad you brought that up because it's always important to remind people that whenever there's a protest with a large number of people there's a good chance that there are what are called agent provocateurs in that crowd and they are cops and they will do things like what you're talking about and there was uh it happened here it's happened here in the united states plenty of times sometimes they get caught for what they're doing sometimes they get identified later on or you can see that they're wearing like army boots or whatever the same boots that the cops are wearing even though they're in rest the rest of their clothing is like normal civilian like there's there's little cues that might clue you in to who these people are, but they're the ones who are interested in taking a peaceful crowd and turning it violent, so then they can say, oh, well, someone threw a rock. That's the reason why we had to crack down. See, we weren't going to do anything until the crowd got violent. If the crowd hadn't gotten violent, then we wouldn't have had to come in with our fire hoses and our dogs and our you know batons.
1: Yeah, I saw the the headline of this article pop up on my phone. My iPhone just... Only gives me propaganda pieces. Mm -hmm. It it always just pops up and I don't know how to turn it off. And um, I immediately thought they just wrote violent because, you know, some provocateur, like you're saying, went in there, made it get violent. And now that's what they're going to use as the headline. Right. So even though
0: 99 percent or 99.9 or whatever percent of the crowd is completely peaceful, you know, the, the few that actually commit a violent act many of whom probably work for the police. Well, now the crowd is violent because somebody got, you know, threw a rock through a window. Well,
2: and we even saw it here in the U.S. with the Black Lives Matter protests. Some like that type of like when people know there's going to be a big protest, that kind of attracts the type of people who don't really care about the cause. Yes. They're just like ready to start a they ruckus, destroy you know? Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. so. yeah. And
0: I'm not saying they're all agents provocateur. There could just be the, you the, know, the riotous people. types that... They they see an excuse to burn a, a you know a strip mall or something like that.
1: Yeah, I got in a fight with my mom during 2020 because she reposted this thing on Facebook that was like, black man and BLM riot breaks into a dog shop and kills puppies. And I was like, you don't even th- wonder like if maybe that's you know an agent provocateur mm. at all. You just repost that like, see this is what these black people are doing. Not the oh my, my mom's uh, she didn't say that. I'm just saying not that my mom is like uh racist. It's just that she was obviously being, you know, part of this. She was like a pawn in this situation. I was like, why would you just repost something like that? You yeah. don't know any of the situations. You're just and she was just like, Bonnie, I'm not racist. I just don't like the people are going around making riots. So I was like, well, I don't know. You're obviously being used. And she's like, she deleted me off Facebook so we wouldn't. <laughs> wow. fight. Well, it was so we wouldn't fight, she uh-huh. said.
0: <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that wasn't black people that did that. That was a man who did that. Right, Just one guy Possibly I mean that's what the
1: government said I mean not the government That's what the media said happened Who knows
0: One psychopath
1: So the article continues In Italy 3,000 protesters
2: Showed up to Circus Maximus An ancient chariot racing ground in Rome To protest against Green Pass certificates It's a vaccine certificate Mm -hmm. Required at local workplaces Restaurants, cinemas, theaters Sports venues and gym People like us never give up Read one banner w- in red, white, and green colors of the Italian flag. Oh, so that was um what what it said on one mm-hmm. of the protesters' banners. Tens of thousands of people, including far right groups, also joined protests. I love how they right, had they to had like to point that, that out. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're they're uh, they're terrorists or whatever.
0: Right, extremists. It was like a handful of you know skinheads there. Now it's all a bunch of Nazis. Yeah.
1: And they could literally all be government, too. They could. Like Chris King. Exactly. So, in-
2: and... <laughs> <laughs> I almost missed
1: that. So, um, and that's about
2: in Austria. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, after the government announced a new national lockdown and plans to make the vaccine a requirement in february of 2022
0: so thousands of people came out after that was announced yep nice
2: protesters chanted resistance and blue whistles in the massive i don't know it's one of the squares in austria ahead of the lockdown which will start monday and last 10 days but could go up to 20 and we've seen this before with two weeks to flatten the curve right
0: right yeah it's okay we're gonna let you out after 10 days maybe we won't Uh, Well, that's interesting because I thought that maybe they went out right after it went into place, but apparently it's just now going into place in Austria. If you want to weigh in, you can join us here at 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live.
3: It's
0: Free Talk Live, Open Phones here. If you want to join us, you can. The number is 603 283 6160. We've been talking about the protests that are continuing in various parts of Western and Eastern Europe. And if you want to weigh in here, because nothing like this is happening in the United States. I mean, there's people here that don't appreciate the lockdowns, and there have been some anti-lockdown events, but nothing with thousands and thousands of people like we're seeing uh, some of the images and videos out of Europe. Uh, With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian,
1: Nikki, and Bonnie.
0: We're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. And, of course, you can bring up whatever happens to be on your mind. That is what we do here on Free Talk Live. Coming up, uh, Bonnie, you want to talk about a guy found not guilty of shooting At a, I guess, sort of in defense of himself. At cops
1: that came to his house.
0: Yeah, as the police were Hmm. raiding his home. Actually surprisingly found not guilty of those charges, but found guilty of something else. We'll tell you about that story uh, on the way here. Again, the number 603-283-6160. Let's go to Kadoo. He's calling in from Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nikki, and Bonnie.
5: We got some very attractive people in the studio tonight. Especially you, Ian. Very oh, sexy. <laughs> um, Thank you, could do. But, um, yeah, uh, Bonnie, I was going to say to you, um, you should talk to your mom about the idea that debating... Isn't necessarily fighting. And I, that's that exactly. debating can be a good thing.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's exactly what I was saying to her whenever this whole thing happened. She was like, Bonnie, I don't want to make you mad. I was like, I'm not mad. Like, I'm seriously not mad. I'm trying to explain this to you. Like, she's always acting like she's. uh She knows that the government's bad. The government's bad. The big corporations are bad and m- big media is bad. But if something comes around that kind of seems to like. Tug on her heartstrings the wrong way or whatever, she can so easily be influenced. I wasn't mad at her. I wasn't calling her racist. She didn't literally say, Black people are like this or anything like that. She just shared a thing and said, This is so, so sad. And I was explaining to her how she was being used, and she just completely shut me out you know like she didn't want to talk about it she thought i was calling her racist but she forgave me and she wanted to delete me off facebook so we wouldn't fight and i'm sorry i'm just annoyed about it because it's just so silly
2: well it's easy to like take stuff like that personal for some people like some people just um they feel like you're personally attacking them just because you have a difference in opinion and yeah. it's like no i'm just trying to have a conversation with you <laughs>
0: well uh, you're not wrong to do technically a debate isn't a fight in that it shouldn't involve hurt feelings or whatever you're not physically attacking somebody but if you're debating something you truly hold as a belief it can hurt when you if you're realizing maybe you're not coming to the exact conclusion that you're wrong but you're realizing you're getting beaten like you realize and and what I wanted to say is I've had these conversations with my own mother uh, and I don't have them I try to avoid them because I know she doesn't like it and I know I'm never going to convince her of anything. You know she's going to go on with her life, and that's going to be the end. Whenever she comes to the end of her life, she's never going to have changed her mind about these things. So it's just not worth my time to to try to do anything. But eventually, the more the more time I spend around her, the less I can avoid the topic. Right. So like if if I meet with my if I meet up with my parents and we're having a conversation, it's easy to have a conversation about them. Right. Because that's how you avoid having a conversation about what you believe. You just ask them about them and what's going on with them. But if we're there for like an hour or more or something like that, eventually they might say, so what have you been up to? Right. And then, you know, almost everything I do is activism related. So some sort of issue is going to come up. And my mom, I, I, I wish I could remember the exact wording that she had. We had some conversation about the war on drugs at one point and she got upset. She was frustrated with the conversation because she feels like I back her into a corner. And I don't know if those were the exact words, but that was the impression I got from what she said to me. And it's like, well, okay. That's what somebody would say if they feel like they have no legitimate response to the things that you've said. That's somebody who's feeling like they've been beaten by the conversation. So even though it's just a debate or a discussion, it can feel like you're losing that discussion. And the other thing
1: is, I know the background reason behind my mom getting emotional about it is because she's from Alabama and she hasn't lived there for a long time as she does now. And... She's always talking about how unfair it is that everybody sees people from the South as racist. It's really unfair. The more I uh, live up in the North, I realize there are just as many racist people in the North. Like mm-hmm. a crazy amount. Of, if you would have grown up in the South, you'd think that nobody in the North is racist because of the way that people treat you. So I can see that, you know, it's a sensitive spot for her because she's not racist. She didn't want her daughter calling her racist, and that's not what I was doing, but.
0: Could do anything else yeah, you want to share?
5: For someone for someone like me who likes talking about ideas, it's been hard for me to understand at some points that some people just don't like to go there and, and they don't, they're not able to abstract it and, and and, and realize that, you know, we, we can disagree in ways and, and still uh, have a respect for each other. And, and um, yeah, yeah, I think even at uh this Thanksgiving, I'm probably mostly just going to lay back and kind of chill. I'm gonna, I might try to drop like one one bomb in there, but or like a couple truth bombs in there, but yeah, it seems like some people aren't able to uh, uh to, to understand that, like even if they disagree with me, I I almost I almost would like the, you know them to have like more thoughts and more, mm. uh, more perspectives that they yeah, want well, to share. of course we. And, and it seems we, like some some people some people are just at like a, uh, they have a lack of them. No, they don't. They don't have them. For, they just regurgitate. They, they, but, they just regurgitate yeah, yeah, they what they heard um, from somewhere else. They don't really have. They don't really have the arguments. And I think I've been at fault at sometimes in the past for judging them on that and getting kind of like offended myself. with it. It's like, come on! I'm giving you so much here like i and i'm and i'm being nice enough to not need you to totally agree with me i want you to understand but mm-hmm. but it's it's they have a problem with even generating the the ideation. Yeah, I think you would describe that
0: person with. as an NPC, basically <laughs> a non-player character. I believe is what that stands for. And Kadu, thank you for the call tonight. And I know that's it, the, the most frustrating part about what he's saying, being in that position of, of wanting somebody that you care about. You know, somebody that you might have uh, spent a lifetime being around as a family member or something like that, you know, whether it's your uncle or cousin or whoever it is. We're talking about you like that person because they were kind to you as a kid or whatever. You you know, you played with them as they you know when you were growing up as cousins or whatever the circumstance was and now it's turned out that this person that you thought you got along with has no original thoughts of their own they are just regurgitating what they're hearing on CNN or Fox or whatever, you know, side that they subscribe to. And or just
1: like Instagram, like some people get their political opinions from memes. Like literally just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, I see that a lot too. Yeah, Facebook too.
0: So, and it's and so you're frustrated, right, with that person because you want more for them you want them to be you know at least be able to have a conversation on your level or whatever and they can't or they're not interested in doing that it just doesn't they don't have that same level of interest and, and the
1: other thing um with Kadu, it sounds like he's not an emotional thinker so, mm-hmm. like arguing with someone like my mom is like you're just hurting her feelings right when you're telling her the truth
0: same thing with my mother and mm-hmm. that's why it's like it's just not worth it and that's the thing you're not going to be able to convince everybody That's just the way it's going to be. Like libertarianism, freedom, liberty, this is not, as much as we want it to be, it's not an idea for everyone. Not everyone wants this. There are people out there who feel comfortable. Now, whether it's because they're born that way or they're programmed so deeply by the systems that we have, the government schools, the churches, whatever, you know, organizational systems that are out there to believe the way they believe, whatever the reasons are, that's the way they ended up. And for most of them, that's the way they're going to stay. And the way they are is they want to be told what to do. They want to have a strong man tell them how to live, whether it be Joe Biden or Donald Trump. They want their strong man to be in charge and tell everybody how to live. And they take their opinions from somebody else. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is for I would say the probably the majority of the population. I wish it were different. It's not going to be in our lifetime. And that's why it's so important for us to separate from those people and get freedom loving people together in one geographic area where we actually have enough people to have an influence to where we can have a free society and have the people that don't want a free society get the f out of here and move to Massachusetts or New York or Texas. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. I want to say thanks to Ken Doyle, who is a Free Talk Live Platinum supporter of the new AMPS program. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. It is a way for you to help uh, support what we do here on Free Talk Live and get the ideas of liberty onto more radio stations. Because while I don't believe everybody can be brought on board with the ideas of freedom, I still think folks should hear them. And, you know, be exposed to them so they can make up their own mind about whether or not they want to, you know, believe in freedom and liberty and individual, you know, choice uh, so, I still think it's important to get the word out about it. And if you agree with that and you want to do it, uh, now Ken did Platinum Level, which is like at least 25 bucks a month. So, thank you, Ken, for that. We only ask for five bucks a month. You can go to amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com, and sign up there to help us continue to propagate this message because it still is important. And we do need to propagate the message of not only independence, but also people choosing to be around like-minded souls like i said earlier if you're a conservative and you want to be around conservatives get down to florida and texas or one of the other red states if you are a liberal get out to california get out to washington state and, you know, be in these places where there's more people that are like you. If you're libertarian, if you're a voluntarist or a, a liberty-loving anarchist, there's no other place to be except for New Hampshire. I mean, you got to get to where the largest community is of like-minded people if you ever want to have a chance at experiencing something close to a society that is valuable to you. So,
2: And that's actually a great point about the importance of getting the word of freedom out there because I was— like an hour away from Keene mm-hmm. and I had no clue that this was going on up here. I had no clue about the Free State Project. Right. I kind of felt like I was alone in the world in Massachusetts, like the only one that had these beliefs of freedom. And then somehow I came up here one day and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, this is all happening like an hour away from my house <laughs> and I had no clue about it. Yeah. So, you know, it's important to get the message out there and on as many platforms as possible so people can... Yeah, can learn true. and know that they're not alone
0: you know uh jeremy kaufman who's one of the board of directors over at the free state project made a really interesting point recently and that is that if we can just encourage like a good chunk of the liberty people in the surrounding states to move to New Hampshire, that alone would be enough to really push the movement over the edge. Like it's great to have people coming from California and from you know Florida or wherever else they come from, uh, but I mean, there's plenty of freedom lovers in New York and Massachusetts, and you know these people feel stuck and they feel like yep. they're in a terrible place, and they are. And all I have to do is move like an hour or two.
1: And the biggest complaint about the Free State Project is always, oh, well, I can't just uproot my life. But you can uproot living in Massachusetts to living in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's
0: not like, as far.
2: Yeah, sure. I got to tell you, the move was not very hard. And that's why yeah. I kind of feel like whenever I'm telling people to move to New Hampshire, like they want to, but they're like, oh, my family, this, that and the other thing. I'm like, well, I did it. I got my family to move. And then I'm like, well, it was only an hour. So yeah. I don't know how how much leverage I have with that. But
1: I just could never relate because I'm a military kid. I'm just like, what's wrong with moving? You moved all the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: So let's get back to Europe. You've got a story from the New York Post, uh, Nikki, sharing some of the details on the thousands of people that had come out in places like Austria uh, to protest, in their case, the most restrictive lockdown on the planet for all unvaccinated people starting apparently Monday. I presume that was the one that just passed.
2: Yes. This this article is from the 21st of November, I believe. Okay, got it. So there's there's a little bit. Left of this article, and it's just going into how many how big these protests actually are and how many different places. Um, I just lost my spot, so I apologize. Okay, so it says, um, protests are happening with thousands of people in Croatia, they're protesting um, mandatory vaccinations for public sector workers in Switzerland. 2,000 people gathered to oppose an upcoming referendum on whether to approve. The government's COVID nineteen restrictions, claiming it was discriminatory, public broadcaster SRF reported. Violent protests also broke out on the Caribbean island of Guadalupe, one of France's overseas territories. So hmm. it's even it's not just happening in, you know, continental Europe, but also in territories overseas.
0: Yeah, I had heard about some of the island protests as well, and that hadn't been making much news, but it, it did recently. Which hmm. is interesting.
2: Um, And then it just kind of goes into, you know, people getting arrested and kind of trying to paint them in a not great, like, yeah, they're like talking about how they're holding up nationalist flags. And Mm -hmm. so I think they're kind of trying, because this is from the New York Post, we have to remember. So I think they're kind of trying to make it seem like they're, you know, terrorists or Mm. extremists, but really they're just normal people that don't want to be forcefully injected with experimental gene therapy or locked
0: in locked up in their homes from now till time you know ends apparently Uh, and you mentioned that one of the groups of protesters were government agents that were going out yeah you know they don't want to be mandated either and uh, related just quick headline there's no need to really get into the details on it but tsa screeners They've got their own vaccine deadline, and according to StarAdvertiser.com, as many as 40% of the TSA have not yet been vaccinated for COVID-19 as their deadline uh, approached, I guess it actually just crossed on Monday.
2: I mean, I hate to say it, uh, I want them to get fired, but not because of a vaccine mandate, just because their job is pointless.
0: Yeah, it does make...
1: But yeah, I'm, it's I'm sure they could do something more useful and, you know... Yeah, that's, like, a lot of, you know, training that they get, right, to do nothing. But, well,
0: they do say their uh, TSA stands for thousands standing around. Yeah. Uh, but but this would be interesting if this, is, if this were a way that TSA is to get whittled down in size, is they just have to fire everybody, or at least 40% of the staff. Now, interesting that their deadline is actually November 22nd, so two days ago... Uh, and Thanksgiving is expected to be like they're they're talking about the ticket sales and such. Yeah. They're basically back to where they were pre twenty twenty levels. So people are going to be traveling a lot uh, come this uh, this you know, tomorrow. They're, they're, I'm sure a lot of them are in the the airports today. So. Did they send forty percent of the staff home on Monday? In which case, does that mean people are going through the TSA checkpoints, you know, forty percent slower? Uh, is it, oh, you God. know, like is it worse now than it's ever been as far as moving through these checkpoints?
2: I think they're going to wait to actually terminate everybody. At least with mm-hmm. my deadline, it was originally November first, and then they were like, "Okay, we're going to give you a." Two week grace period. Uh, We're okay. gonna be nice and give you two weeks to get the first dose. So I'm assuming that as far as the TSA concerns, they're probably gonna give them like a two month grace period to get until the after the holidays. That's what I. That's what I'm s- suspecting. Hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: my sister will be coming here, so I can ask her how it goes for her. But when I went through Birmingham, the TSA guy was the guy that noticed my fake mask. He had to have noticed because mm-hmm. you have to pull down your mask to show them your real face. Right. To um compared to your id and he gave me a look like come on like you're wearing a <laughs> so fake you mask actually went
0: through tsa with a fake mask
1: yeah and it was a clearly fake mask that my mom gave me it's just beads mm-hmm. like it wasn't nice. like a. i don't know i don't even but think it it's worked. trying to be hiding but, but it no from far away i think that it looks pretty real mm-hmm. but then up close it's just there's no hiding it. it's just beads And the guy looked at me like, come on. But he let me through. But he didn't say anything. Yeah, because I think he just didn't want to deal with it. So when I went to Mexico,
2: this was like last January, I think I went to Mexico. I had a, it was a real mask, but it had like a little vent on it. Mm -hmm. And inside, like I was wearing this at the hospital at the time. So inside I had like a filter. Mm -hmm. So it actually works better against protecting other people than like a regular, like standard um, surgical mask. And they wouldn't let me on the airplane with it. Wow. This oh was goodness. in, I think, it, no, it wasn't in Logan in Boston. It was in New Jersey, I think, mm. we were flying out of. But yeah, they would not let me on the airplane because I, it had an open vent. So wow. different. And that was like the same thing with you right before you board the plane and you have to show your ID and like pull your mask down. Right. So like I
1: got through TSA. So, nobody else Right. Cared. So it
0: was actually the airplane staff that wouldn't oh. let you on, not yes. the government goons.
1: Yes. I've never yes. had to do it a second time. It's always just through TSA. Or maybe
2: I didn't have to pull down my mask, but like when I was walking in, they stopped mm-hmm. me and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You need a regular mask. Like you can't wear that one." Did they give you a different one to wear? Uh, I think one of the people they. I think they probably would have. Yeah. But yeah.
0: In related news, nearly one third of healthcare workers, according to Forbes. Uh, in U.S. hospitals are still not vaccinated against COVID nineteen, according to a CDC study. So, uh, some of these you mentioned off the air, Nikki, that some of these healthcare workers may not be working for, uh, or they might be working for companies where there isn't a mandate. Where apparently, so not every healthcare company has cracked down. That's yep. good to know. Uh, in fact, I think what we're probably gonna see is new companies being started It wouldn't surprise me oh
2: if absolutely
0: they're gonna be hiring specifically people who don't want to be vaccinated because like, they want to take care of those people that appreciate you know the the dozens of uh, percentages of people in the United States who don't want to you know be an ex- a test subject
1: I'm sure there's a market for people who want to be taken care of by people who aren't vaccinated yes. considering unvaccinated sperm.
0: Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. You can bring up anything you want. Coming up, we're going to talk about the Banana Derby and the controversy. Animal so called rights activists are upset. About a, uh, well, it's, it's one of those things you see at the fair, like the county fair. And we'll tell you more about what it is coming up here in moments. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian.
1: Nikki. And Bonnie.
0: We're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. And then, Bonnie, you're going to tell us about a, uh, a person who was found not guilty of some pretty shocking sounding charges uh, shooting at the police. During a raid of his home, you'll tell us a little bit about that. But he was also sadly found guilty of something else, if I'm thinking of the same case. We'll uh, get into that story here in moments. The number is 603-283-6160. Let's talk first to David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live, David.
6: Newsflash. Instagram
0: is Facebook. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah that's true. true. No, it's <laughs> meta. Yeah. that Face- is it-
0: Facebook changed their name now,
1: and the word Meta pops up now instead of Facebook when you log on to Instagram. Oh, really? Like it's a little oh, I haven't quick noticed one that. second thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
6: Okay, David. How does it feel be- How does it feel being owned? Huh?
0: Owned I'm not by owned. Owned by what?
6: You're not. Then why are we bothering to talk about masks and vaccine and COVID and
0: stuff like that if we're not owned?
1: I haven't gotten a vaccine or worn a mask except to go into the airport and it was a fake mask.
0: Oh, I am owned. I mean, I actually have an ankle bracelet on and I'm not allowed to leave my house without government permission. So I am straight up a government slave. Well, there, there you go. And it sucks. Um, I will tell you, it sucks, but they can't own my mind. That's the one thing they can't own is what's between my ears. (laughs) Right. So, um,
6: Bonnie, I didn't, I didn't ask, uh, what you did or didn't do, I asked, how does it feel being owned?
1: That's stupid.
6: Uh, oh okay, thank you. I just Why don't have an answer. That, well, that's, that's not my problem. You don't have an answer. I still the, the question still stands, so let me let me clarify. So you do or you don't wear a mask or you do or you don't get a vaccine or you do or you don't. but we're all still stuck talking about this crap every day, all day. And as someone who lived in a a period in time where, frankly, we were still owned, but we weren't stuck talking about this crap every day, all day, consuming our entire lives, frankly. Um, I mean, I know some people have to work and they uh, escape it to some degree or another, but even at work, they're probably not escaping it, are they? And so here's the real question is, what are you going to do about it?
1: Some people have to work spreading the word. That's our yeah. job. I don't think we're really Spreading
6: forced to word. talk about all this word. stuff don't, don't we want think, to. Don't you think that the don't you think that the man behind the curtain is happy to watch you spread the word, spread the word, spread the word? Actually no, they tried to it. tear
1: down our uh, studio, so no, I don't think they're happy to watch us.
6: Well, that but they but that's part of their game and they and they won that battle, but I'm talking about I'm not talking about the studio right now. I'm talking I'm talking about the larger picture you know people can i mean gathering 10,000 people together in one place is a is a pretty good message however it hasn't foiled their little their little scheme here. No, no, yet. of course
0: not. I mean, we need thousands more activists here. We don't even have 10,000 yet. I think there's maybe pushing four, five, if you include the New Hampshire natives that are friendly uh, directly right. to the and Free State is, Project. So we're still really early on in this. And so I think people expecting I, I know I heard Mark complaining on the show last week when he called in that, oh, well, the New Hampshire government didn't stop the federal government from raiding our studio and arresting our co-hosts. Like, well, no one was expecting that to happen. I don't know why would you think that right. was going to happen. I mean these That's, these goons yeah. what, are running things, and it's going to not be easy to change things. But look, to your point, David, I do want to say before you go on, I do want to say that uh, we don't always talk about COVID stuff. That happened to be what we were talking about tonight. But there are some shows where we don't talk about it at all. But, but I'm and not. But I'm you not didn't talking. have to call about it either. <laughs>
6: I'm. I didn't. Well, actually, I kind of do because it's 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 all consuming, and I'm not talking about. Okay. Well, then that's partially your your problem. I'm I'm not talking about your program. I'm talking about the whole the whole world happens to be consumed by this. And when I said we, um, I wasn't talking about Free Talk Live. I was talking about planet Earth. Oh, okay. Freaking planet. Well, thanks
0: for clarifying. you you understand why we might have thought you were talking about the show you were calling in on especially
1: when you said i have a right. question for you bonnie
0: <laughs> right because we because we as
6: humans are all egocentric yeah we all tend to do that we tend to internalize when somebody says or makes a statement that has a a pronoun in it, a generalization,
0: you know, or you name. or them. Or <laughs> yeah, or or name. <laughs> it's because you're not necessarily wrong here. Like, I'm frustrated That's about right. I'm talking about this, too. Like, I don't <clears> like talking about it constantly, and I make an effort to talk about other things as frequently as possible. That said, uh, it is a topic that does need to be come back around to because, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, it is one of the most relevant topics to our current uh Also, it sucks. Yeah, it's not
6: it's not one of the most relevant. It is the most relevant, all consuming. And, you know, the bottom line is not only are they trying to control you, they will kill you. And so let me go back to the the, let, let me go back to the main question. Chumps, because we're all chumps. Now, don't internalize it. Remember I said we all tend to internalize things. I'm not just talking to you three. You happen to have a radio program. I don't need to remind you of that. So, hey, chumps, what you going to do about it? Because it's the same. One bully in high school is no different from these bullies worldwide. Mm -hmm. They don't stop. Till you stop them So what you gonna do about it? Well I can't physically
1: stop anyone from doing something All I do is not comply That's the best answer That was my answer from the beginning When I told you I don't uh, comply with the stuff that The COVID specific stuff you're talking about I also do lots of other stuff I'm an activist, you're not
0: Thank you, uh, David. I appreciate. No, David is definitely an activist, uh, and and I thank him for the for the call. He's he's pointed out in many of the ways that he has really upset uh, the city of Albuquerque bureaucrats and the various different state bureaucrats. They know him by you know first and last name over there, so he's definitely an activist. Uh, but I agree with you, Bonnie. That is the best solution is non-compliance. But Nikki, what do you think? What's the answer to this?
2: I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing. I mean, I literally got fired from my job because I didn't comply. Yeah, and it's. The best thing that's ever happened to me. Really? Now I actually have the time and the space to, you know, start my own businesses, start doing what I love and doing things that are actually helping people. Because working in the hospital, it was kind of bringing me down and it was bringing the quality of care that I could give to the people down, I mean, you know, just giving people all these pharmaceuticals, I didn't agree with it. I felt like it was actually harming them, especially the treatment for COVID remdesivir that we were still giving people, even Mm. though it's been proven to cause kidney failure. I mean, there was just so many things that I didn't agree with. And, you know...
0: That's interesting because you know a lot of people when they're coming up on a major change, whether it's because of a you know strong stand they're making about a vaccination or just somebody gets fired a decade ago or whatever like a lot of times uh, that leads to some better things. a lot of times that uncomfortable change, something you weren't expecting or that seems you know negative in the moment, from a wider perspective, later on, you can look back and you say, "Wow, if I hadn't gotten fired from that job, then X, Y, and Z wouldn't have happened for me. These new doors and windows of opportunity uh, wouldn't have opened." Now, of course, in a lot of cases, you do have to grab the bull by the horns. You got to yep. take action. You got to. You can't just wallow around in in uh, depression or misery. You've got to see this as the opportunity that it is to create something new. And so, uh, I agree with you, Bonnie. You know, non cooperation. If if people want a different world. They have to live into that world that they want to to see. You have to be the change that you wish to see. If you want to see people not obey, then you have to try not obeying.
1: And the other thing is, Ian, you've been talking for like two decades on Free Talk Live about the way that obeying and complying with the government, even on littler things uh, than 2020, will lead to crazy, you know, tyranny. And now it's happening. So, Mm -hmm. like why not point it out not because oh you were right but see you weren't lying you know
0: and it's going to get worse the more people go along to get along the more they try to avoid and they try to avoid these conflicts like i don't like the idea of conflict but i'm not bringing it they're the ones bringing it to me and i just want to live free you know what's wrong with that 603-283-6160 603-283-6160 is the number here. That 603-283-6160. We can continue and we'll talk about a guy that thought he could live free by defending himself as police were breaking into his home on the way. We talk live. Open phones. If you want to join the show, you can. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Our number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603 6160 Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian,
1: Nikki, and Bonnie.
0: Whether you want to talk about disobeying the states and various different mandates, as we've seen large protests out in Europe. Not so large ones happening in the U.S., but there are some, you know, here and there. Maybe a few hundred or a couple thousand people will turn out uh, to a thing. But then again, things aren't as bad in most places in the United States as they are over in Europe or Australia, for instance. So if you want to weigh in on that discussion, you're certainly welcome to do so. Uh, Bonnie, you had a story tonight that we're going to get to right now basically but then coming up we'll talk about the banana derby and why some so-called animal rights activists are upset about it what it is but uh it's a pretty serious story bonnie that you wanted to share with us here tonight so what's going on
1: yes this from abc happened the same day i'm pretty sure as kyle rittenhouse's uh verdict
0: but got almost no coverage by comparison
1: yeah got way less coverage um andrew coffee the fourth found not guilty on all counts of murder attempted first degree murder
0: for shooting at cops
1: well who there's are more raiding his
0: house right
1: there's more to it than that which okay. i just kind of grazed through this or you know and i
0: mean this. not that it matters but isn't he a black man yeah yeah okay
1: andrew coffee was found not guilty on all counts of murder and attempted first degree murder friday coffee is accused of firing at Indian River County Sheriff's Deputies, which I Googled and it's Florida. Florida, during an early morning drug raid at his home back in 2017. Mm. His girlfriend, Alter- Alteria Woods, was caught in the crossfire, shot 10 oh, times, man. and later died.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, so sad.
1: Coffee was charged with the murder of Woods, even though.
0: His own girlfriend.
1: Yes. It's not clear who shot her, but mm. I mean, did he shoot her 10 times while shooting at the cops? Seems I feel unlikely. like that's unlikely. Um, so he was charged. No cops were charged. Right. Coffee was charged with the murder of Woods after a grand jury exonerated two law enforcement officers for her death. Wow.
0: Of course. Grand I mean, Florida. Do, grand juries basically just do whatever the, uh, the prosecutors want them to.
1: And, you know, that's the free state of Florida for you.
0: Mm-mm. It's not a free state. That's what some people say, and it's ridiculous. It's a police state. And here's more proof.
1: Before the case went to the jury's hand, Coffey took the stand to defend himself, blaming wow. deputies for his girlfriend's death. The defense said Coffey was asleep and thought the flashbang was gunfire, so he fired his gun because he thought he was under attack. Mm-hmm. I, um, quote, I was trying to protect me in Altiria, and I thought I was doing that, but I feel I didn't protect her. I can't sleep with that. Aww. They killed her, Coffey said. Mm-hmm. The prosecutor said deputies did announce they were there.
0: Yeah. Like I mean, when you're means-
1: asleep, you, that could be just like a dream. Yeah, like, I it mean, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. And, you know, you don't necessarily hear it when you're asleep. And if you do, it's like you're, you know, in between this other reality and like living sure. middle of the morning. Plus,
0: it's no. not unheard of for home invaders who aren't the police to shout police as they're yeah. trying to invade your home so you'll think that it's the police but it's not the police.
1: And really what's the difference? I mean the police There's are home no invaders difference. too. Yeah. They say coffee fired at deputies and they returned fire. Mm. Coffee was found guilty on account of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon which could have, so this is what it, this was, you know.
0: This was the one count that they got him on.
1: Which could have a penalty of up to thirty years in prison. Jeez. He was also found not guilty in the murder of Woods. The Indian River County Sheriff Eric Flowers released a statement. Uh, released a statement following the verdict. Quote, it's disappointing that this jury did not see the tragic death of Al- Al- Alteria Woods occurred as a direct result of the actions of Andrew Coffey IV. Our no, hearts. they
0: occurred as a result of the cops who busted in this man's door. By the way, uh, I presume they were coming in there on a drug raid, right? That's it what was, it said, yeah. Yeah. Did they find drugs? Because I didn't hear anything about any charges for possession. You know, he he didn't get convicted of possession of cocaine with intent to distribute, or even possession of marijuana with you know the intent to smoke it. I didn't hear anything about that.
1: I don't know. I don't know. So it's I mean. not in
0: the story, right? It sounds yeah. like
2: they found nothing then.
0: Right, if they found drugs in there, he would have been charged with drug crimes and would have likely been convicted. Yeah, you know, if I mean, cops drugs-
1: cops can start a fight when there's actually no basis or reason for the fight that they started, not get convicted of killing the person who dies as a result, mm-hmm. and then charge the person who was trying to defend himself and the person who died.
0: Yeah, they would charge him with everything they possibly could charge him with, especially because he shot. You know cops
1: the cops uh to go on the cop um the county sheriff says our hearts go out to the woods family as they still suffer from a a loss of their daughter but we stand by a statement that she would still be here had coffee simply complied with law enforcement
0: well i mean that's probably true right i mean it's probably true that if they had just allowed the home invaders to come in and do whatever but he didn't know that they were actual cops. And it's, again, it could have been another group of home invaders that were actually planning to murder him and rape his girlfriend. Yeah.
1: And if it was cops you still have a a right to defend yourself against and that's what the
0: jury found out which is what is shocking about this case that a jury actually ruled in the favor of the defendant in that case and it's a damn shame that that jury didn't also just go ahead and kick out the other charge just you know just to have a clean sweep because
1: it's because they can't they don't understand jury nullification they're like oh well he he did have a gun and he was a felon you you have the right as a jury member to just say yeah but who cares Yeah. That's a dumb law. Right. Not guilty.
0: They wouldn't have found that he had the gun if they had not come in, raided his house, come in, you know, with a flashbang, created a violent situation. They never would have necessarily found that uh, because that wasn't what the warrant was for.
1: I forgot about the flashbang part of this story, too. Like, if you set off a flashbang and say, this is the cops, do you really expect someone to hear you?
0: Yeah, they're they're probably going to be deaf at that point. Crazy story. And so now he's facing up to 30 years in prison for being a felon in possession of a firearm. Keep in mind, this was uh, this was state court, was it not? This didn't say it was a federal court or federal charges, I don't think. And it probably wasn't because it was, you know, it sounded like it was Indian River sheriffs and likely not. You're not dealing with with federal court. In this case, so that's yet another example of how tyrannical the state of Florida is. You get caught with a gun as a felon, and you're facing basically the rest of your life in prison.
1: Yep, and all over the fact that this person may or may not have had drugs in his own house.
0: Well, it sound doesn't sound like he did. Again, they would. I'm surprised they didn't even plant any drugs. You know, given that
1: I know, given
0: their buddies were shot, I'm surprised one of them didn't go back out to their cruiser to their little stash of crack. And, well one uh, of them
1: probably aimed at the girlfriend and was like yep that'll do it yeah they probably did that mm. on purpose absolutely you don't usually accidentally shoot somebody ten times
0: well I mean it could have been a situation where they're just blasting through through closed doors you yeah know, you don't we don't know what the actual situation in the in the home was but those bullets are gonna go right through that drywall I would absolutely. say the fact
1: that they didn't plant drugs points to the fact that they figured that they got him on something
0: that's a good point the number here 603-283-6160 coming up the banana derby has been happening at various different fairgrounds for apparently some most of the last decade at least i'm looking at a youtube video of it from 2013 but now it is causing some controversy with the so-called animal rights activists we'll see what you think coming up
4: do you feel like your country no longer holds your values
0: This is Free Talk Live. The phones are open here as always. Should you wish to join us, you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Our number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And don't forget, you can follow our Odyssey channel over on video.freetalklive.com. Odyssey is the most free speech video platform that you're going to find out there. It's based on the library protocol which is an uncensorable freedom blockchain oriented uh, video and media protocol you can learn more about that at lbry.com if you really want to go all in download the library desktop app and run that but if you want to just try out odyssey get over to their website at video.freetalklive.com they'll take you right to our channel you can follow us And, uh, again, Ian, Nikki, and Bonnie in the studio here tonight. We're going to talk about the Banana Derby. Is this a cruel act uh, that is uh, going from fairground to fairground across the United States with monkeys riding on the backs of dogs as, like, jockeys, basically? (laughs) The monkeys are the jockeys. The dogs are the equivalent of the horse, if you will, in a race. Uh, to see who will the winner be. We'll get into that coming up here. But uh, Brian is on the line, listening to W O M I there in Owensboro, Kentucky. Go ahead, Brian. How's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
7: So that I've had a flashbang go off in a room with me, and the whole intentions of a flashbang is to throw the person off guard and distract them. Stunned, they pretty much go deaf. Yeah. yeah, you can't hear nothing, and it. It's almost as if everything is in slow motion as you're looking at things.
0: Can you even see very well after that? I mean, it's a flashbang, right? No. Yeah.
7: No. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It like everything just seems like it's in super slow
0: motion. It blows out your senses to disorient you. So the police have a better chance of coming in and taking uh, over the situation.
1: It's not fair to be prosecuted about any action you take right in that moment. And
7: another thing, <clears throat> uh, so they convicted him on the charge of a felon in possession of a weapon, right?
1: Yes. Correct.
7: So why are we not outraged that the guy who pointed his weapon at Kyle Rittenhouse was a felon with a weapon and not being charged?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you're exactly. talking about the you're talking about the guy that survived the encounter, right? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yes.
7: And he's the one, and he is a felon in in possession of a weapon, pictures of him holding the handgun, everything, even pointing it at Kyle. But nothing has been brought, no charges have been brought against him hmm. at all. It is an and odd. Another thing, another thing too, is, is they said that Kyle Rittenhouse drove an hour away to go to Kenosha, right? Mm-hmm. And that he, okay, if he lived an hour away, he had no business being there, right? It's ridiculous. everybody said, right? Well, guess what? The guy who got his arm blown off lives in Silver Lake, uh, Wisconsin, and that is an hour drive to well, Kenosha. That's
1: yeah. why they always use this term, Kyle Rittenhouse, cross state lines. And for some <laughs> reason, people keep bringing that up like it's relevant. I mean, that's it's still it's ridiculous. supposedly one country. Who cares if he crossed state lines?
7: Right. But the thing is that got him off with that deal with the weapon was he didn't cross the state lines with the weapon. Him and his buddy did, who was the actual owner of the weapon, cross the state lines, which is not illegal. Yeah. So that's what got him off of that charge of carrying a weapon over the over state lines as a, as a minor. Hmm. He didn't do it. His buddy did. So and then Kyle took the weapon there. But. That's the only thing that concerns me is, is that here you got this young man who got off for defending, you know, uh, self-defense, but then you're gonna charge him and give him 30 years for a felon without a, we- with a weapon, yep. but not the other guy.
0: It's crazy. Those and the, uh, you made those some. Those are the
7: questions I want answered. Yep. I've been thinking about calling the Kenosha police department finding out why he's not being charged i don't
1: know i bet they won't
7: call you back
1: whenever i see a case of inequality in the way that people are being treated by the government i always want to remind myself we don't want to be equally oppressed like this person who is a felon should be allowed to hold a gun, in my opinion. Absolutely. It should, should always be we want to but be...
0: in the case that he's bringing up, the person who was a felon in the Rittenhouse case was using that gun in an offensive, aggressive yeah. manner. So no, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. No one should be allowed to point a gun at somebody else oh. unless it's in a defensive manner. Right. If he's he just got a gun to defend himself control. in his own house or whatever, then I don't think there's a problem with
7: that. Yeah. Right, but he actually pulled his pistol and aimed it at Kyle, and that's when Kyle said he shot.
1: I forgot that's the guy who lived. That's that guy. The guy who died had the skateboard. Right.
7: Right, and and all three of them are, you know, all three of those guys are convicted felons.
0: Very interesting. So
7: that's why I want to know. Why? What? What? What makes the difference? A felon is a felon in possession of a weapon. Well,
0: my prediction is if you call up the uh, Wisconsin police and ask them that question is you won't get a return call. Uh, But (laughs) uh, let us know if you do.
7: Right. Right. I I will. But, you know, that's the thing. He should have been arrested right there off the stand because he admitted on the stand that he had a weapon pointed at Kyle.
3: It's so then habit. they should
7: have said, oh, okay, now you are down at the courthouse, let's arrest you for having her.
1: Yeah. You know, they could have done that. Pictures of him. They certainly could That's have done that. That's not what they were uh, spending on the, their resources on at the moment. They were trying to, you know, get the But Kyle they could have done it if they wanted
0: to. It wouldn't political. have cost any resources. They could have just handcuffed him and charged him. It would have cost nothing. Uh um, right. because he admitted to it. Like case closed at that point. You better right. take the plea deal, bro, because, you know, you just right. said that under oath. <laughs> Brian, great exactly. call, man. Uh, thank you for the for making it tonight. Uh the number is 603-283-6160 So let's talk about something a little bit different here. We watched some of the footage during the break. Uh, The story is coming from Bakersfield.com, and uh, it's coming out of the Florida Sentinel, actually, the Sun Sentinel. In South Florida, these jockeys weigh weigh only six pounds and they're not riding horses, they're riding dogs. Capuchin monkeys Gilligan and Bert and their race dog partners Luna and Ace are the stars of the Banana Derby. The attraction, appearing for the first time at the Broward County Fair in Margate, Florida, has sparked an outcry from animal activists who want the show stopped. Fans say the show is great comedy, but animal activists are not amused. They say the act is cruel and dangerous for both the dogs and the monkeys.
2: I mean, I have an issue with like, at, like horse racing. I don't have an issue with this. the oh. The dogs look like they're happy. They're like their tongues are sticking out. Yeah, the monkeys don't really appear to be too phased by it. As long as their boarding conditions afterwards are fine, mm-hmm. I don't really see an issue and with
1: it. Just for everybody who's not looking at the videos, these aren't horses being racing like the um what are they called? They're not great Danes. Just they're these not just racing dogs. like really seriously. Like they're yeah, well there no. are real dogs that yeah. do a race that's like kind of inhumane, I forget yeah, the, the name greyhounds. Of the dog. Greyhounds. And um you know, they're pushed to their limits and yeah. they're actually racing. These dogs right. are just running around having fun.
2: Yeah, it's a very like lighthearted silly thing. They don't like it's it's not it's a serious thing at all. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: adorable. Uh, the, in the video footage we saw, like you said Bonnie, these these dogs like one of them turns around at one point, like it's not a big deal that the guy that's yeah. running the thing just cracking jokes and he's constantly like feeding them treats, you know, during the uh during the act. Owner Phil Hendricks, he's a former attorney who left the law field in 1998 to join the circus dismisses those claims so now he's actually doing something valuable for uh for a living quote nice. he said the or they said the monkeys are trained to hit and bite the dogs total ridiculous nonsense hmm. he says it's a loud vocal minority one person sees the show and says it's cute and another person sees the show and says it's barbaric they believe you shouldn't eat meat or even own a pet a lot of them have good hearts but they're misled He said the monkey jockeys and their canine partners are performing two shows on weekdays and three on weekends at the fairgrounds. And they're set to perform on Thanksgiving Day. James Wildman, a spokesman for the Animal Rights Foundation of Florida, said... Both the monkeys and dogs are unwilling participants. (laughs) It's seen as comical, but there's nothing comical or funny about it. There are videos and photos of the monkeys biting and hitting the dogs, and you can see the dogs grimacing in pain, he said.
1: If there was a video, it would probably be out, and that would be sad.
0: The number here is 603-283-6160. You can bring up what you want. We'll see if we can find that video, but the videos we saw posted by people that just were there watching, and it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like it was pretty entertaining. There's more coming up. Your thoughts are welcome. This is Free Talk Live. We're talking about the Banana Derby, which is a sideshow act or uh, you know fairgrounds kind of thing that you might see at a local county fair. It's apparently been traveling, uh, crisscrossing the country for what appears to be more than a decade based on some of the YouTube videos uh, that I've seen here so far tonight. The man running the operation, Phil Hendricks, left the uh, attorney business in 1998 to join the circus. And I don't think they cover it in the story here at the Sun Sentinel about the controversy of um, uh, animal rights, so-called rights activists, are upset about this, claiming that the monkeys are biting at the dogs or, what was it, hitting them or something like that? Yeah, Yeah, biting and hitting. Yeah. And the uh they just seem to be having a blast in the the videos that I've seen and the owner in one of the interviews in an interview in two thousand nine said that the the way they discovered this was they had the monkey already and they noticed that the monkey one of the monkeys was like they were just eating breakfast one day, and they looked outside, and the monkey was riding the dog <laughs> like holding on it onto the dog's ears, riding around on its back and so like they didn't come up with this. the animals did, and basically. that's why I was
2: kind of wondering, like how do you come up with this? Well, that's how
1: <laughs> I've seen videos, not in real life of a dog that got like stuck on another dog's back, and the other dog just keeps running,
0: <laughs> and it was fine,
1: yeah. were doing it like for fun i mean
2: i've seen like children small children ride great danes and stuff and they're just like such docile dogs that they're just like "Eh, whatever whatever." you know those
0: kids are probably bigger than a six pound for sure for sure The uh, Derby dust-up, according to the story here, started before the fair opened in November or November 18th. The night before, Fort Lauderdale activist Anna Campos and primate expert Deborah Missy Williams urged Margate commissioners to stop the show. When their appeal failed, other animal groups joined the crusade, including People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals and the Animal Rights Foundation of Florida. It's a sideshow circus act, Campo said. The monkeys are so quick, the human eye can't see the monkey hit and bite the dog? Are you They're so kidding me? so quick
1: that you can't see it? That's so,
2: such a lie. <laughs> so that means it's not happening. <laughs>
0: he says, I had to freeze the video to see it. I saw the monkey bite him twice. The dog winces in pain and looks up over his shoulder and takes off running. It's sick.
2: These people are crazy and it actually really pisses me off because there are actual like animal abuse. abuse. Yeah. Yeah, There's actual like horrific things going on, but instead they're (laughs) wasting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But instead, they're wasting their time with this garbage, and really all it did was bring attention to it, and then everybody just goes, Oh, that's so cute, I want them to come to my county fair, you know, so they're really just advertising for these people. And I
0: think it's great that they're actually, you know, they don't know this, but they are, yeah, they're they're doing the Streisand effect, basically, yeah. and they're helping promote this stuff. And I think it's fantastic, because I didn't know about the Banana Derby, and now I'm uh, really entertained, and if, if it ever came to the county fair, I would definitely come and and watch this event. Uh, And it's entertaining. You know, when we're watching some of the footage here, it's just, it's two, I would say, large sized dogs. With two tiny little monkeys on their backs, the dogs don't seem perturbed in the least by it. The monkeys seem to be just fine. Like they, they bring the monkey out, and the, the guy's like, you know, telling them about the monkeys, like what do they eat, and so on and so forth. And uh, and he he talks about clapping. Susie as as says clap. The monkey starts clapping. So you know, these are the smart kind of fairgrounds uh, monkeys that have been in, uh, in county fairs for decades. Uh, very very intelligent animals. It. The monkey didn't want to be on that animal's back. Even if they are strapped to the dog, the monkey would be making a big show of of not wanting to be there. Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: And if the dog was uncomfortable with it, the dog would be nipping constantly at the monkey. (laughs) It doesn't even happen once like and they're not just they don't just run around once and go back into their cage or wherever it is they're being kept they run around and then they run them around again and then they like they parade them in front of the the crowd and they're just kind of standing there and they get fed on multiple occasions they're, they're doing it for treats right they're doing it yeah. for the applause they're doing it for treats and they all get the treats it's not like just the winner gets the treats everybody gets a treat at the end of the I
2: mean it's, it's, it's kind it's kind of like saying like oh if you you know teach your dog to roll over like that's animal abuse like no Oh, the dog is just food motivated and it wanted to do a trick for you. Like, it's cute.
1: Is it animal abuse if you have a cat in your house and your dog chases it around? Well, some people
0: believe it's animal abuse to have a dog or a cat. You understand that, right?
2: Imagine
1: if, like, Coconut Coconut was wild.
2: (laughs) Like, he he was just out for his (laughs) own defenses. Yeah, he I think about that
1: all the time. He just is such a little tiny, helpless, defenseless thing. Right. Dogs... And he
2: loves being here, too. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous to even think about.
0: Yeah. But that's that's how extreme these animal activists are, is they believe not just in, like, liberating animals from animal testing laboratories, but some of them actually believe that all animals should be liberated from humans. And and you make a great point. Like little dogs, like Coconut, the studio uh, dog here, he is not designed to be a natural dog. Yeah, dogs like this were designed to be with humans.
1: I'm pretty sure that that's where Chihuahuas came from. Like they were probably a wild dog. They got bred into being like a lap dog.
0: That's correct.
1: No, he literally can't just go out into the wilderness. He'd probably get killed by a skunk.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's I mean, domesticated. He can barely handle the vacuum cleaner, let alone <laughs> like a fisher cat or something like that that yeah. would just, you know, eviscerate him. Poor mm-hmm. little guy. Uh, and uh, But anyway, let me continue here with this, this story. So, again, animal activists protesting this. Now they're planning three protests, including this weekend. Uh, he, the owner of the, uh, the monkey or the banana derby, Hendrix, Opened the show with music blaring as the crowd gathered around the makeshift racetrack. Quote, the derby combines two of America's favorite animals, the monkey and the dog, he said before urging the crowd to make some noise to encourage the animals. The two dogs trotted out carrying their jockeys all dolled up in vibrant, vibrant costumes. Children screamed and clapped with excitement as the dogs raced around the track. Coconut Creek mom Rosetta Hassell laughed along with her son as his friend's and his friends, as Ace somehow ended up running the wrong way on the makeshift racetrack. It was cute, she said. I took video to show my daughter. The dog seemed as happy as can be. I don't know about the monkeys. <laughs> uh williams biologist and founder of the nonprofit dania beach vervet project does know about the monkeys and she says there's no way gilligan and bert are happy about riding on dogs racing around a track she said the dogs can reach high speeds if i took a wild monkey and put them on the back of a dog that would not go over well these aren't wild monkeys and
1: the, the monkey did it himself these like m- before ever being forced to do it. Right.
0: The monkey chose this. And <laughs> these aren't <laughs> wild monkeys. These are domesticated monkeys. These are trick monkeys.
1: And it, it, she says they can reach high speeds, but it's such a small little track. Yeah. I don't think right. they're really reaching no. that high of speed. I gone. know. I want
2: to know what her definitions of high speeds is because they're probably not even reaching
1: one mile an hour. His you know what I mean? skin Five, is being maybe. pulled back on his face <laughs> as the dog goes.
0: <laughs> You, never, you would never see a wild monkey come down out of a tree and hop on the back of a dog, she said. Known as the organ grinder monkey, capuchins are found in tropical forests from Nicaragua to Paraguay. Wildlife experts advise against keeping them as pets or service animals, but people do both. Clever and easily taught, capuchins have been trained to help disabled people with chores, ranging from turning on lights to opening water bottles and picking up dropped items. And what's wrong with that? That's cute. That's nice. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, as the guy who is giving the uh presentation, the, the owner of these monkeys points out, these monkeys live longer in captivity. Right? Yeah. You know, they might live an extra decade or whatever in captivity. So do you hate the monkey? Do you want it to die, you know, in the in the wild, clawed to death by some other kind of beast or whatever, poisoned by you know, whatever it is happens to eat. If you're taking care of it, it's gonna live longer, it's gonna have a happy life. And again, Animals can run away.
1: It's just know. like these people think that animals don't have the ability to uh, live with humans and, right. or like or choose adapt to. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, happy smile or fear grin. Primates are intelligent <laughs> creatures with a complex set of emotions, said Williams. You'll see their emotions on their face, she said. What you might think is a happy smile could actually be a fear grin. the fares are noisy with all the jarring and the jolting it's like being on a roller coaster they can get
1: hurt but the jungle is not noisy
0: right or dangerous
2: (laughs) (laughs) she's just really like grasping at straws here
0: yeah uh, one of the commissioners of the fair says he doesn't buy it. He uh, went out to the opening night, saw it for himself. He says, I didn't see any abuse. Hendricks, uh, during his lawyering days, said the monkeys are not tethered to the dogs. Oh, that's interesting. That was one of our questions. Hmm. Uh, even though the animal activists questioned whether that's how he's able to keep them from falling off or running away. So it sounds to me like they want to participate. They like the attention. Uh, and They like the treats. So everybody's happy here except for that snooty animal activists who, who just... didn't
1: even go they just watched a video right
0: yeah oh well they wouldn't have been able to see it with their own eyes so they had too to watch fast. the video. <laughs> ridiculous we'll share this High story speed. on our social media platform over at social.freetalklive.com and if you get the chance check out the uh, the monkeys uh we'll see you tomorrow night free talk live on free talk live we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day
6: become an amplifier so i mean that's really the reason why i amp is uh because i know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are i never would have found the ideas of liberty
0: you can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining free talk lives amps program on patreon for as little as five dollars a month and you'll get access to special perks visit amps.freetalklive.com amps.freetalklive.com